Well, good morning. It is Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. And super excited to have you with me this Saturday morning. We are in and have been in a series of talking about the promises of God. And I just kind of went back um, this past week and just listened to a few little snippets of those shows and uh, got a little inspiration for myself and also just thought about what I wanted to bring to you all this morning. And so I feel like I have a couple of, well, actually, I have several quick um, little promises that I want to just read through that I found online uh, with some explanation to them that I thought was really great. And then I have uh, uh, one that I want to talk to you about, which is about metamorphosis and what the Bible says about that. And what that's talking about is just transformation. I don't know about you. I don't know if I'm the only person, but I'm going through such um, really spiritual transformation right now through just really letting the Lord get super introspective with me about what are the next giant leaps that I want to take in my life. So I'm looking at these giant leaps, right, that I want to see happen in my life. And um, I'm a visionary. I don't know about you. Some people are detailed people, but I'm a visionary. And so the trouble with visionaries is that we see this grand picture. We see the end of the story and we see uh, what things could be. And, and, and then obviously there has to be a process to make that happen. But what a visionary does as soon as they see it, they want it all to happen right then. It's like, I see it. Why can't we make it happen? And, and that's not how things go. We have to stop and step back then and take that mountain bite by bite, piece by piece, step by step, process by process. And so uh, with that, I have said, Lord, I, I, I see this. I have a vision for what I want my life to look like, my marriage to look like, my ministry to look like. And, and so let's do it. Let's do it all now. And then when I can't do it all, the, all now, I get frustrated. And one of the promises in the Bible is about us going from glory to glory to glory. Amen. That's how our life should go. It's from one step to the next to the next. And so if this is you today and you are in transition or you are going through really a deep transformational uh i guess season right i mean we always we're all always in transition at some level but but i'm talking about you're really letting um god go in and do some surgery in your life this true metamorphosis when we see the picture of the butterfly and and when they're in metamorphosis i mean that's a pretty miraculous process that happens with sold out ministries uh the my my ministry that i founded back in 07 which is the foundation of this program we are planning for a huge event and we decided to call it emerge and we named it emerge because we believe that as Christians, as people of faith, we are meant to emerge from one place 
to the next. We're not meant to be in the pit forever. We're meant to emerge out of that stronger, with a stronger faith, with more uh, uh, eyes that are more clear to see. And so we can think about these multiple things in our lives where we're not meant to stay there. We're meant to emerge from that uh, more of who we are meant to be. So this event is called Emerge because we began to think about the process of the butterfly. And um, it's such a uh, it's such a common thing that people know about. But just thinking about being in this cocoon, right? And, and you can think of yourself as in transformation that we're in this cocoon. And we feel like that's our destiny. I mean, we can't see the outside world. We are going through a transformational process that's potentially painful, that's potentially lonely, that um, looks nothing like where God is going to send us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, that when we're going through transformation, It doesn't look like where we're going, but that takes faith to get through that in such a way that you aren't defeated, right? You're meant to go through that process. You're not meant to get stuck in that process. And so that's what metamorphosis is all about, is that being able to stand in the heat and to uh, discern what God is doing in you, to have faith. Faith, even when you can't discern that God is with you, the Bible says one of his promises that he will never leave you or forsake you. And so we stand. Ephesians 6 tells us when the enemy comes in, when we see the fiery uh, darts that are coming after us, these flaming arrows that he is shooting at us, that we are to stand. And so you think about that butterfly through metamorphosis. She is maintaining in that dark, lonely, looking nothing like it's going to look, cocoon, uh, to withstand all of that, to become what we're truly supposed to be. That butterfly was never meant to be a caterpillar. That butterfly was never meant to be in the cocoon. That was not the destiny, and neither are we. That's not our destiny. And so I'm just needing to speak life into my own life this morning as I go through transformation with the Lord, as well as I know that you are. And whether you are listening this morning and you are um, you are a Christian or whether you're not, All of us go through transformation. But what I know is that in Christ, we are able to make sense of the transformation. We are able to make sense of that dark, lonely cocoon and have faith that God will bring us to the mountaintop that we always were meant to to exist on. So we're going to talk about this scripture in just a minute. And um, if you are just learning about the show for the very first time this morning, can I invite you to go to amymillslive.com? I think you actually can go to amymills.com. It'll get you there. And it will show you all of our radio programs that we podcast. Any place you get a podcast, you can just pull those down, take them with you during the week, share them with a friend, and also, more importantly, get 
the beginning of this series on being able to pray the promises of God through transformation in our lives. All right, let's uh, let's take a break here. But when we come back, let's go to 2 Corinthians 3.18 and um, see what the Bible has to say about transformation. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused on You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. It's Amy here, and we are talking about praying the promises of God over our life. What the heck does the Bible say about transformation? How can it help us? Are there any promises in the Bible that can help me through my particular struggle? Well, can I answer that question for you? There are over 7,000 promises of God in the Bible, and that if you will just take the time to go there and get in the Word of God. And listen, if you've got a Bible translation that you do not understand, get yourself up and go to a Bible retail store and get a version of the Bible that you can understand where you're at in your faith walk, whether you're a beginner or whether you are, here we go, transitioning um, into a deeper walk and a deeper faith with the Lord and you need more. There are so many translations, you guys, of the Bible that will help help you. And I know there was a time in my life where I had a Bible that was given to me. I think it was, oh gosh, was it King James Version, I think. And, you know, I was such a newbie and I wanted to understand it, but I just, I, I couldn't understand it. I needed some explanation. And it wasn't until I finally got the uh, NIV Life Application Bible that I am telling you that Bible came so alive in my life because I could read the scripture and then down below it would talk to me about some life application about what that scripture meant um, back in context of when it was written and then how it applies to who I am today. And so that is that's tip for the day. Go get yourself a Bible that you can make sense of based on where you are. Okay, so we want to talk about 2 Corinthians 3.18, and I love this scripture. I've said it for years and years and years. You know, we're going from glory to glory to glory. Thank God we're not where we used to be, and um, thank the good Lord for where we're going, and that's kind of what glory to glory means. It says, but we all, seeing the glory of the Lord with unveiled faces, as in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. So unpacking this a little bit, it's saying as looking in a mirror, seeing that image, we are to be transformed into the same image of Christ as if we are looking in a mirror at Christ. This is the image we are being transformed into from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. The word transformed in this scripture is from the Greek. It is metamorpho, from which we get our English word metamorphosis, 
which means a complete change in appearance, character, and circumstance. Is that not awesome? So what this is saying, this we are being transformed. Appearance, character, circumstances into the image of God. An author that's talking about this scripture, he says, um, I'm very familiar with this this term. He said, as a boy, I collected caterpillars, stored them in an aquarium, and watched them weave their cocoons and then taped those cocoons to the wall. <laughs> Such a boy. I don't have a boy. I don't think I would have been a good boy mom. So he's taping these cocoons um, to the wall of his bedroom. Weeks and months later, he said, I enjoyed the amazing spectacle of butterflies emerging flying all around the room and perching on my fingers and my nose. He said it never got old. It was so inspiring to my young mind. Metamorphosis, what a powerful word. And how this process of nature speaks of far more powerful supernatural realities in our life. So metamorpho is only found four times in the New Testament. Two of those times, it's translated into the word transfigured when it described what happened to Jesus. If you guys remember this story on the holy mountain where he was transfigured into a radiant being and appeared with Moses and Elijah to the three chief disciples. Peter, James, and John were up there with him. And it was a wonderful foreshadowing, I'm sorry, foreshadowing of what is going to happen. Uh, for all of us in the kingdom, which is yet to come. This author goes on to say, right now, however, the metamorphosis is in the cocoon stage, internal, invisible, and spiritual. Every day, those who are yielded to God are being transformed into the character of Jesus from glory to glory, emerging, here it is, from every trial and challenge with more of his love, more of his joy, more of his peace, more of his righteousness, We are to emerge from these trials and challenges with more attributes of Christ. According to our foundation scripture, God uses two main spiritual influences to accomplish this goal. Let's look at them real quick. One is the word of God. We see the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, the scripture says. The mirror is the word of God. In its wonderful stories and teachings, the character of the unseen God is clearly seen. As we gaze on this reflection, you all, of the glory of the Lord, you and I are transformed into that same image. But can I back up? I said, as we gaze into this reflection, that tells me I got to spend some time with the Lord. I got to spend some time with his word. I got to spend some time meditating on what this even looks like in my life. And the second thing the scripture uses is the spirit of God, because it says this transformation is accomplished by what? The spirit of the Lord, the power of the highest that dwells within our hearts. One primary way these two influences bring forth supernatural transformation, which is what I'm looking for. I don't know about you, but I need some supernatural in my natural So it says that it's by using the circumstances of life, both good and bad, both good and bad. We look at uh, Romans 8, 28. It's so encouraging. It says, we know that all things work together for good 
to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. What a blessing, you guys. No matter what we face in life, the good and the bad, it's all going to carry us closer to this goal of transformation with Christ. Here it is. You don't have to worry about a thing. I don't have to worry about a thing getting wasted in my life that's not going to go for my transformation, my transfiguration, my ability to, to, to be and look more like Christ. So whether it is the pit that I feel like I'm in or the mountaintop that I'm on, every single thing is going to be gone, given good towards our calling. I want to finish this when we come back. There's a little more left that the author wants to unpack. Hey there, guys. It's Amy. I just wanted to take a quick break and talk to you about some communication that we are going to start sending out to um, all the folks who not only follow this show, Amy Mills Live, but also the folks that follow Sold Out Ministries, which is the ministry that I founded back in 2009 out of my freedom experience. And so we've got this group of people that are loving to hear about um, freedom, and we want to do a better job at communicating with you all. So if you will shoot me an email, amy at soldoutministries.com, and just give me your name and give me your email, we will start sending out a weekly communication piece, whether it's a, a tips for the day or whether it's a scripture or whether it's something that the Lord's brought to my mind. We're going to try to do a better job of communicating with you and lifting you up during the week. So reach out to me at amy at soldoutministries.com. Give me your name and your email. Good morning. This is Amy, and we are unpacking a promise of God this morning, actually 2 Corinthians 3.18, where it says that we are transformed uh, from glory to glory to glory, whether it is through the trials or whether it is through the, the mountaintop experiences that we have in life, that we don't have to worry about anything um, not working together for good. To those of us who love God, Romans 8, 28 and 29 promises us this. We can pray these things over our life, begin to implant them into your psyche and into your brain. This is um, a powerful process now that neuroscience tells us, as God has told us from the beginning of time, how the renewing of our mind is so important. Thinking on things that are lovely and true is so important. And now we know that, in fact, we literally can mold and shape the, I guess, the destiny of our thoughts and our brain life. Because what happens is whatever in your whatever is um, been implanted into your brain that is more powerful, the more powerful thoughts, good and bad bring themselves back up 
when you have things in life that trigger those thoughts. And so if we want good thoughts to come up, if we want positive, uh, life-giving thoughts to come up, reactions to happen that are godly and that make us proud to be who we know we are supposed to be in life with our family and our friends and our coworkers, then we got to put the good stuff in and make it more powerful than all the traumas that have happened in our life, all the lies lies that have been spoken in our life. We must put more powerful, positive information into our brain. I got to tell you a little secret. I am about to launch into a 21-day process um, that uh, is, is meant to retrain the brain to be responding differently in life to particular situations. I'm going to go through this process that Dr. Caroline Leaf, a Christian neuroscience, has come up with. And she promises that this is a life-altering program that is super, super simplistic. The only thing you have to do is remember to do it. That's it. It's just a thought process. It's a few little things you do several times a day, but you have to do it for 21 days. So I'm going to do this as a little research project for all of us. I'm hoping that it brings some positive change in my thought life. And then I'll be able to bring you the results. And I promise you, you are going to want to do this. But I'm going to be the guinea pig for all of us. And I'm going to do it first. I'm starting today. So would you pray for me for twenty the next 21 days? Would you pray for me that I would have the consistency and persistency to do this program? And would you also pray for me that God uses it in a mighty, mighty powerful way as not only a positive tool in my life, but a tool against the enemy and then something that I can share to the masses. If you are just joining us today, let me let you know that I also have my program on tomorrow at 9.30. I'm on 9.30 Sunday mornings on The Bridge here in Austin, Texas. And I would love for you to join me, and I would love for you to come and visit my website. It is amymillslive.com. There you can get all of our shows. They are podcast. More importantly, you can click on Sold Out, and you can go over to the Sold Out Ministries website and see what that's all about. Okay, guys, let me get back to this so I can finish it. So we are talking about metamorphosis. We are talking about our lives going from glory to glory to glory. And um, the author in this little uh, devotional has just shared Romans 8, 28, where it's saying, we know that all things work together for good of those who love the Lord to those who are called according to his purpose. What a blessing. No matter what we face in life, the good and the bad, it is all going to carry us closer to what? Transformation. We're in transition, right? We're in transition, hoping for transformation. Make sense? God's original purpose. Let us make man in our image. It's found in Genesis 1.26. It's still an ongoing process. Though man fell into a spiritual abyss, God never changed his agenda. That agenda is still the same today. Even when we face negatives, God turns them into a positive. When we experience hurt from others, God uses that to develop the divine trait of forgiveness in us. When we witness the suffering of others, God awakens the divine trait of compassion in us. When we go through personal failure, God pours out his mercy on us and makes us more merciful toward others. Do you see how God can turn a negative into a positive? 
the forgiving, compassionate, and merciful Savior is transforming us into forgiving, compassionate, and merciful people. The image is being transferred. How cool is that? To embrace the process, we have to think God thoughts, as I just talked about, my little 21-day experiment, to see things from God's perspective. For this reason, we are commanded in Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, metamorpho is what that means, by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Thankfully, the cocoon, the cocoon stage, it'll soon be over and the butterflies will emerge. You will emerge from that cocoon that you are in right now. In Jesus' name, so will I. The divine plan will reach its zenith at the coming of the Lord when the dead will rise along with the living. It says, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see as he sees. That's 1 John 3, 2. And then 1 Corinthians, for this corruptible uh, for this corruptible will put on incorruptible and this mortal will put on immortality. When this corruptible will have put on incorruption and this mortal will have put on immortality, then the saying that is written shall come to pass. Death is swallowed up in victory. Let's proclaim this today as we close. I proclaim that I am involved in a process of transformation that will cause me and everyone listening to pass from glory to glory. In this life, we will experience the glory of being conformed to the nature of the Lord Jesus internally on our way to the ultimate experience of being changed in his likeness externally and completely when he returns. God will cause every negative thing we face in life to work together this final goal. This is God's promise to us. We claim this supernatural impartation, and we expect its manifestation in our life. 